Hello, hello, hello. This is Mine from Timeout Takes, and uh, welcome to a short little episode that I, I just wanted. I just had uh, some thoughts in my head about the the draft. It's going to be a short, short episode where I just go over some scenarios and uh, something I just found interesting. It's the NBA draft is coming up uh, relatively soon. And I wanted to talk about the mind games that are played in the draft. And this is not specific to just basketball. This is specific to pretty much every single sport that involves a draft. Uh, so the NFL, the MLB, the MLB maybe not, maybe to a lower extent, considering there are so many rounds uh, and there are so many players. The NFL to a lesser extent, seven rounds, with all the great players concentrated at the top. And maybe the MLB to a lower extent as, as well, because there they are a lot. You, you know a lot less about them. Like the number one pick of the MLB uh, is a lot less likely to become a great player than the number one pick of the NBA draft or number one pick of an NFL draft. So, uh, yeah, so maybe the MLB isn't the best example, but the NFL and NBA most certainly are. And I'm going to focus on the NBA mainly because I just know about it better and it's closer and there's less picks and less rounds. So it's a bit simpler to explain. Uh, so... The whole premise of these mind games is to maintain leverage. And teams at the top of the draft, it's obviously mo- mostly concentrated with teams at the top of the draft because that's where the the big names are and the big commodities, the big assets lie. Uh, bad teams usually have better assets, whether it be picks or good players on expiring contracts or good players on bad teams. So there's more assets and more stuff to go around. So it becomes all the more interesting when you have a really good team uh, in the lottery, like the Golden State Warriors this year. They are a very good team that should not be in the lottery, but due to circumstances, injuries, they are. They have the number two pick. Similar things happen in with the Spurs uh, when they had David Robinson. He broke his hand, and they locked into the number one. Uh, they locked into a top uh, top five pick, and they picked. Uh, they picked Tim Duncan, and I think a very, very similar thing happened again. Tim Duncan had an off year; he was injured, and they locked into the lottery or an early pick, and they picked Kawhi Leonard. Uh, so it worked out very well for them. That was a huge part of why they were so successful for so long. Uh, but yeah, when you get a good team in there, it throws a lot of this these things into the mix because they're often less; they're more hesitant. Like the Warriors are, will be less hesitant to pull the trigger on a big trade because they're already in such a strong position to compete. They don't want to do something that could potentially hurt their chances, so they're going to be slightly more. Uh, they might tread more carefully, uh, you know. So the whole point of it is leverage, and the point is if teams know you want something, uh, for example, if the team if teams know the Warriors want the first pick, if Minnesota knows that, then they know they're desperate and they know they're gonna raise the price of that because the demand for that asset is more inelastic to simple economics. So the price is gonna go up and it's gonna be more expensive to trade for. Uh, they're gonna demand more because they know you want it. So one way that this can be nullified would be by leaking information. For example, the Warriors might be, I'm going to use the Warriors law here because they're in a strategic position. And also, I think I know, I know the most about them being fan. So uh, yeah, they're in, a, they're in a movable position being a number two and they have assets. So for example, the Warriors may be leaking that they like Dwight Howard, uh, the center for the Lakers, who's now a free agent. Uh, to mask their interest for James Wiseman. So if Minnesota thinks that they really want Dwight Howard, they might not think that they're interested in James Wiseman. So the price would not 
be driven up. This may give them more leverage. This may give the Warriors more leverage if should a trade arise because they are, they, and they may say that, hey, look, we're giving you a great uh, package for the number one pick. Uh, we want James Wiseman, but we're not desperate because we can just go and pick up Dwight Howard right there. He's right there. We can pick him up if you want. So uh, if you don't want this trade, I'll, it's, it's a take it or leave it right now. If you don't want it, I'm, I'll, I'll just take it off the table. And that puts more pressure on the Minnesota Timberwolves because they may actually believe that they do, in fact, like Dwight Howard, when in actuality they may not. Uh, so that's one scenario. And another thing could be is if players, uh, teams with the top three picks, so the, the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, Warriors, those type of teams in this draft, excuse me, uh, they often, you often find them linking themselves to pretty much every player in the lottery. They basically say they like every player to mask players they really like, or they may say they don't like certain players to mask the players that they actually like uh, uh, to keep an option available. If they maybe want to trade down, the Warriors may say, I, I don't like uh, the number 10 pick on the, on, on the big board, the number 10 prospect, when actually they might like them. So uh, if they trade down, if they're looking to trade down to maybe number pick eight or pick nine, they have more leverage. Right, they have more leverage, and more importantly, the other team has less leverage. So, this the, these are the kind of kinds of things that can happen. There are rare cases where teams might draft players just because of spite and to hamper other rival teams' chances. But that often happens much later in the draft. Uh, for example, if if you know that there is a serviceable, decentish big man that the team below me likes, if I have the thirty fifth pick, and the team below me he's a rival. I already have a lot of big men. I don't really need a center or a power forward or any size, but I may just draft them just so my rival doesn't need it, just so my rival doesn't get it. So um, that's a lot more unlikely to be seen in the top rounds because obviously the picks matter a lot and you want to draft someone who you like, not someone who your opponent likes just so you don't get them. Uh, but yeah, it can it can happen. It has happened in the past where teams just draft a player and maybe cut them or just put them in the end of the bench just so the other team can harvest some some great productivity from them because they might be direct competition uh, a la the rockets and the warriors uh with uh, with some of the players with the free agents that they've that they've traded over the years um so yeah another interesting scenario might be the minnesota timberwolves say they're interested in james wiseman even though they aren't, and it seems kind of odd that they are, because they have Carl Anthony Towns, one of the best centers in the league. Uh, so they, but they, it's in their best interest to say that they are highly interested in James Wiseman, even if they are not, to drive up the price of their number one pick if they're looking to trade it, which they probably are. Um, so they're they're more likely to get more if the other team thinks that they really are interested in James Wiseman. So it's it's things like these that can really play a role in the NBA draft and the psychology and the mind games of it. Uh, some scenarios I've given here can all, most scenarios I've given here can be generalized to pretty much every single trade uh, trade scenario. Obviously, we can never be for sure because we're not behind closed doors uh, and we're not behind the curtains to see what's really happening. But uh, it is usually something along these lines lines that are the underlying premises of a lot of trades. So yeah, this is just something that popped in my popped in my mind a couple of days ago, and uh, I really wanted to just hop on and talk about it because it's interesting. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say for now. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes. Uh, thanks for listening, and take care.